This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz Game Rewind. Happy Friday night, Jazz fans. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Miranda Tomlinson, and this is your Jazz Game Rewind. Tonight, the Jazz were actually back in my home state, Ohio. They were facing the Cleveland Cavaliers, and although the game started out slow, and some Jazz fans may have been worried about losing to a team that's a bit worse off than us, we did come back to beat the Cavaliers 117-91. to Although, at the half, the Jazz did find themselves down by one, trailing the Cavs 48-49. to And then, as the Jazz do, they picked themselves up in the second half. Utah found themselves tied with the Cavaliers at 64 with about four minutes left in the third quarter and then had a huge stretch and went into the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead. Here's David Locke and Ron Boone at that important stretch at the end of the third quarter at Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Jazz by 10, their largest lead of the and the largest lead by either team tonight. Alec Burks working the top. Guarded by Axum. Dante guarding his buddy. Back to Fry. Bounce pass to AB. Nice help by Corbett. Kicks to the corner. It's a three from Clarkson. It's up and in. That was a, excuse me, that's McCaw. That is McCaw, not Clarkson. Jazz defended that just perfect. That Except they play. didn't take care of the, uh, of the weak side. Dante driving. Goes all the way to the window, layup no. Favors battling for the rebound, no good. McCaw has it. McCaw, hands behind to Clarkson. Back to McCaw in the same spot, and he's standing out of bounds. How often do we see that? We may see it more than anyone. Who, me? No, it just feels like we do it a lot. Yeah, God. 23 to 9 run here for the Jazz. They lead it by seven with 26 seconds left in the third quarter. It's not much room on that baseline down there. Cavaliers are 1 in 28 when they trail going to the fourth this year. Donovan. Off balance, three, got it, oh! Donovan with a right hand, looked like a drive, then just stopped on a dime, settled his feet, rose up and hit. He's got 18 on seven of 12 shooting. AB goes behind his back, great deep by Dante. Retreats back out, Favors is now on him. AB says, wait a second, I know you. Fades back on the left side, misses as the horn sounds to close the quarter. Utah, after trailing by as many as nine in the second quarter and five in the third quarter, have stretched out to a 10-point lead here to head to the fourth. The Jazz are 17-3 and three this year when leading going to the fourth, and they're up 10 on the Jazz Radio Network. And there's one of our biggest storylines of the night as the Utah Jazz took on their former teammates. Alec Burks was recently traded, as well as Rodney Hood. Together, those former Jazz players put up 19 points for the Cavaliers. And A.B. actually had the most points of the night for Cleveland with 17. Now let's send it back down to David Locke and Ron Boone at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Well, the Utah Jazz finally put the defensive clamps down a little bit, got the offense rolling and outscored the Cavaliers 33-22 in the third. Now lead it by 10 as we head into the fourth. And Ron, you made a comment that the off the defense was struggling and it was. 
And then there was a timeout. What did they do differently defensively after that timeout? Well, it looked like now the, they're, they're doing a great job of recovering. Once they switch, they go, they black and they, and they switch. They're doing a great job now not getting uh, mismatched, which means uh, they try to, get, as you mentioned earlier, they're trying to, to play one-on-one -on -one basketball. Crowder, hard drive against Jones, just bogarts him to the basket and puts in two. The former strong, Cavalier, Jay Crowder. I'm about to ask 12. him what kind of a quarterback he was. He, you think he was a power quarterback? He was yeah, a running I, I quarterback? Got, I got a feeling he wasn't throwing a lot for all the talk about probably, his vision. <laughs> just ran through guys. 83-71. Mm -hmm. Here's Clarkson. He's their leading scorer, going one-on-one -on, -one on Ingles. Right-hand floater, no. Rebound tapped out. Jones, the rookie out of Texas A&M, has it. Explodes to the basket. Favors absolutely expunges the shot. And here comes the Jazz the other way with a 12-point advantage. Crowder's open. He'll fire a three. He'll hit. Did I mention that Jay Crowder was an absolutely fabulous open three-point shooter? Yeah, but you didn't mention he was an absolutely fabulous three-point shooter in transition like that because that was an excellent shot, something that he hasn't had a lot of success with. So Jazz are suddenly running away from the Cavaliers, as you'd expect, up by 15, 86-71 on the Jazz Radio Network. And from there, the Jazz offense just took off. Ingles driving. He's in double figures. So all five Jazz starters are now in double figures. Well, this is the way we thought the game was going to go from the start. Took a little while to get Took there. Took a little while to get going. He's hoping that Jazz were. And this is one of those things also where, you know, as much as we have talked about the foul on the Jazz, a lot of people have heard so much about the schedule. I think a lot of our fans felt it was excuses and dismissive and were very frustrated by it. But there's something to this game. Like, you have mentally can turn off right now, right? Like, this game's over. You're up 23. There's 7.43 left. And as a player, you're still playing, but you're not worrying about anything. We, every game other than we've only played three teams are in the bottom not three games against the bottom nine teams in the league. So every game the Jazz has been playing has been elite-level teams that are going you know, take immense effort. And I think there's a fatiguing factor that and a confidence factor that. Larry Nance driving, floating, missing. Rebounds tapped around and in by Tristan Thompson. He is a rebounding force. This is the 12th time this year, though, the Jazz have led by 20 in a game. And the Jazz kept that lead and ended up beating the Cleveland Cavaliers by 26. And that brings us to our player of the game. AB drives into a big, huge wall called Gobert. They built that wall right there and stopped him. This is one of those nights where, it, you know, no one's going to talk about it. Rudy has just subtly dominated this game. I mean, absolutely dominated. Well, then I'm going to talk about it, David. Rudy Gobert is my player of the game. Gobert put up 12 points in his 30 minutes of play, had seven rebounds, two assists, one steal, and five blocks. And Rudy's next chance to put up these kind of numbers is tomorrow night when the Jazz take on the Detroit Pistons. But your next chance to see your Utah Jazz right here at Vivint Smart Home Arena is Wednesday night, January 9th, when the Jazz take on the Orlando Magic. Grab your tickets now at utahjazz.com. For more on this game or any other, head over to lockedonjazz.net for the postcast, as well as David Locke's game notes, emptying the noggin. This has been your Friday Night Jazz Game Rewind with Miranda Tomlinson. Thanks for tuning in.